Hey Vibers, it's Kai, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of the Vibe with Kai podcast. Today, I am sitting with the wonderful, wonderful, incredible Olivia McBride. So excited to be sitting with her. Uh, we're going to be talking because I've always wanted to sit and talk with her. Before we get things started, be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platforms at The Vibe with Kai or visit my official website at thevibewithkai.com where I'm always posting things that will help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. My guest today is my good friend, Olivia McBride, known on TikTok as Beast Mode Barbie. I've been friends with Olivia on TikTok for, for quite some time, well over a year now, and she uh, quickly became one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok. She is an Army veteran. She is a, uh, a national physique competitor. She is an amazing combination of, of sweet and funny and inspiring and dedicated, and I'm happy to have her here today. Olivia, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? This I'm doing well only taken us a year and a half to do knowledge i know i know it's it's funny because like like i was i was saying to you before before we started recording that i've been following you for quite some time and and our conversations have never been more than just like either commenting on each other's things or shooting each other like a message or something real quick um but and we've never had a conversation so now the world gets to witness us having our Our first first conversation are you, am I living up to every expectation that you had? Yes, because I've been following you. I think you were one of the first people that I followed on no TikTok. Yes. <laughs> and then every single time I go on TikTok, it's every other video is you. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's such a way, really? Is every, is every other video is me? I'm like, so It's sorry. like every other or every two video is you. And it's just like dating when you're 30. <laughs> Facts, bro. Facts. <laughs> I am so sorry that I have taken over your feed. I apologize it, for all of that. I love it. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> well, let's t- let's talk about TikTok for a little bit. So, so you you are now you're up to I believe like 121,000 followers uh on on TikTok. Um what is what is it like to know that you have 121,000 people that just follow you that are interested in what you have to say and what you know what you present out there? What is that like? you well when i first so my first viral video was is literally five to six seconds long like it went viral within 12 hours like it already hit a million views i was like whoa (laughs) and then um when i started seeing my followers go up i'm like what's going on i'm not i wasn't i was thrown back because i was like i'm not used to this like this is crazy and then like when i hit 100 and um, I actually made a poll. I was like, if I hit 20,000, I'll crush a watermelon with my legs, which I have yet to do because I hit 20,000 and watermelons weren't in season yet. Um, so <laughs> I, I need to do have... that. Maybe when I hit 500,000, I'll, I'll have you crush a watermelon for me because I can't do I might... I'm, I'm a weakling. <laughs> I need to make it again and be like, oh, let's do like 200 and we'll do it. No, but um, it's crazy because when I saw it, when I hit 100,000, I was like, what? There's a hundred thousand of you that like me? What's going on? <laughs> it's a weird was, feeling, isn't it? It's, it's a weird it feeling. Because like, like when I when I got on TikTok, I wasn't ever expecting, you know, people to like even have like a remote interest in anything 
that I was doing or saying. And like, just like you, when I saw the numbers go up and I'm like, wait, people are interested in this. Uh, you know, you do realize I'm being an absolute fool, right? And you're interested in this. Yeah. I followed. It's crazy. It's I know really a lot crazy. of mine are like, I have the onesie, twosie, thirst traps that I just toss in there every once in a while just to keep it interesting. And then the rest of them are just me being me and as a goober. And I'm like, y'all like me? It's so weird. <laughs> what is it? What kind of, you know, like we're going to toss the, the any kind of creepy men aside. I want to toss them aside and focus solely on like the, because I know I'm pretty sure there's creepy men all over the place um, that are just like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I can only imagine that. So we won't even get into that. But um, in regards to the people that follow you that are supportive and and uh, loving and, and, and caring for everything that you do, um, what role do those people play in just your overall life and just your mental capacity? Um, I have run into, and that's, that's a big thing with TikTok and even Instagram. I never really thought um, what I do would impact and inspire so many people. Um, and that's like one of my biggest things. I really want I want to help people grow in life. Like I, I want people to help me grow. I want to watch other people grow. And I love it when people succeed. Um, so when I get comments from other women or even guys on my TikToks, I'm like, you know, this video really helped me today. Or I get a message say, hey, I was having a down day. I opened TikTok and your video was the first one that popped up. It was one of like the best friends one that I did. And they're like, I, it just made my day. And it just made me smile. And it's those things that make me feel good in the inside. Cause I'm like, man, you know, I was having a rough day when I made that, but nobody knew. And then seeing that I made so many, somebody else better made me feel good. And that's what I want out of these platforms. I want to, I want people to know that, Hey, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's okay to see the things you see in yourself. Like this is like, we're all normal people. We're, we're, we're human we're not perfect and so when I see those things or like when I see you know other women who are like I, I aspire to be like you like I I've gotten within the last couple months ever since I was prepping for my national show which I, I kind of took a break from social media just to really focus on it um I got a ton of messages and comments on my video from women like hey I, hit, I started hitting the gym I lost this much weight I'm doing this I already started hitting weights like I was intimidated by the weights but ever since I watched you and seeing what you do and that you're like you have no shame in your game and you're going for it it made me do it and like those things make me feel good because I I want that's what I want like you know I hear all the time like from some women they're like I don't want to touch the weights or weights are intimidating yes they are intimidating trust me I had to start somewhere. They were hard for me to do too. And I was like, well, I, I'm going to have to do it. Like, I probably look like a loser, but I'm doing something. And that's okay. Because to me, if I see you in the gym, um, I'm not there to like, be like, girl, you're doing it wrong. If you're doing it wrong, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and help you so you can right. get it right. So especially especially if, you, if you might get hurt. Like, if you see someone right. that might injure themselves and you're like, hey, I, just, just so you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I do that, but if I, but to me, I'm like, I go to the gym I, in my in my zone. But if I see you in there and you're killing it and you're getting it, I'm like, because I know, like, I mean, I lifted in high school, but I know how hard it is to get started and how hard it is to continue. Um, so even now, like being a competitor, <laughs> do I struggle? <laughs> you best believe I struggle a lot. 
you know, I have days where I get up and I'm like, I don't want to work out. Like, I just don't want to go to the gym. And guess what I do? I still go to the gym. Yeah. And then sometimes yeah. on days where I'm like, I want to go, but I'm really exhausted and my body is just not for it. I just won't go. And it's, you know, I, I struggle. Right. I still struggle. Right. But, you know, it's fun. And I, I think that's, that's a perfect way to kind of segue into what you do uh, on, on a on a yearly basis. Uh, so you are a, a national physique competitor, but I don't want you to undersell yourself here because you are critically acclaimed. You've already won some awards and you've already kind of, you're kind of climbing up these rankings here. And, and, and I believe that you were saying to me earlier that you were, you're trying to become, uh, your goal is to become like one of a uh, professional in, in this regard, um, which is which is not easy to do. But you are you're going for it, and and you're working hard, and you've already gained so much traction. So I kind of want to start at the top here. How did you get in? Well, I guess well, first and foremost, can you explain to people that don't know what exactly it is that you do, what it is that you do, and how you got into it in the first place? So, <clears throat> hi, Brad. Are you gonna say hi? Oh, look at you. <laughs> um. She likes she she likes it a lot of attention. Um, anyway, so it's kind of a very funny story on how I got into it. Um, so I have been training. So like I said, I lifted in high school, um, and then I joined the military and I quit. And then in Jan, yes, I am a New Year's resolutioner, y'all. January first of twenty fifteen, I was like, I'm done. I, you know, I had a really rough relationship and I was like, I can't live the way I didn't like my mental state and I didn't feel good. And I was like, you know, what? I, I want to make a change for myself. So I started going to the gym, started off with cardio, eventually started hitting the weights the way I used to learn, you know, I remember from school. Um, and then I continued just doing my thing and lifting and having fun and just continued going. Um, and then about two about two to three months into lifting, um, that's when I met my current boyfriend um, in the gym, mm -hmm. mind you. And I'll tell you that story. It was very, like, when people are like, how'd y'all meet? He's like, ask her. And I'm like, yeah. Um, I'll tell you how that went, too. It was, it's kind of funny. Um, so anyway, we met, and he was like, hey, you know, let's train together one day. And I was like, all right, because, like I said, I was just starting, so I'm not I'm perfect. I'm still not perfect. So we started training together. And at first he thought that I wasn't going to like really push myself as hard because sometimes, you know, some people don't. And he was like, wow, like you got some good potential. Like let's keep training. <clears throat> so we continued to go on and then we started dating. Um, and then, you know, people have asked me in the gym, like, Hey, do you compete? Do you compete? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? I was so confused. <laughs> like what's talking about? <laughs> And they're like, do you compete in like shows and stuff? And I was like, <laughs> uh, <not> what? <laughs> so lost. Um, so then I actually met a competitor here in Colorado. Um, and, you know, I talked to her about it. I was like, because I, I noticed that like her body would change certain ways. Like it would be one way, you know, and then it would change. And I'm just like, man, like she looks really good. I would like to have a conversation with her. So I did. And she's, and I was like, so what do you do? And she's like, I compete. And I was like, oh, finally, somebody answered my question. So I asked her and then she kind of got into it and stuff. So I watched some YouTube videos and I was like, mm, I don't like that. I'm not a fan. I don't know. It was just like, I was into the whole, I wasn't, I was good to be muscular and fit and, you know, strong, but 
to bring myself to that level, I was kind of like, ah, it wasn't my thing. I just didn't feel like it was my thing. So fast forward a couple of years of training, I was at my phone carrier store buying a new cell phone. And on the back of my, my screensaver at the time was actually a picture of me flexing. And it was my back and the, and the guy happened to see it. He's like, hey, do you compete? Me now knowing what it is. I was like, no, I don't. Um, that was just a picture that I took. He's like, well, you should because you look really good. And I was like, mm, I don't know. He's like, well, look. And he gave me my Texas coach's card. So anybody who's in Texas, strong supplements and nutrition. That's who you need to go see. Ride, go place. Um, and so... And so she, he gave me his card and I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll call this guy. Was the, was the, was the phone, was the phone guy, was he a, was he a, uh, a person that does that? He just happened to have this <laughs> card on him. <laughs> I think he's, I think he knew him from the, his, cause my coach owns a nutrition or my, I have two coaches. Yeah. Um, my coach in Texas owns a nutrition store. So I think it was kind of one of those things where he got the card from the store and then knows that, you know, right, Louis right, right. does all this stuff. Sure, um, I sure. call him, I call him uncle Louie. Cause he's literally like, they're my family now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, well, go, go. If you're interested, go talk to this guy. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right. <laughs> weird. That happened. Like, it's so weird. So I was like, all right. So I went, I went home, talked to my boyfriend about it. And he's like, oh my gosh, that was the guy I've been looking for since we moved to Texas. And I was like, Oh, okay. So we went and we chatted with them and, you know, Louis was like, and I was like, Hey, I just want to get on a good diet. I want to learn how to eat. Um, cause at the time I was eating, but I really wasn't eating. Um, so, you know, he, I was like, I just want to get on a good diet and, and let's see where it goes. And he's like, okay. So they did that two weeks, like probably not even two weeks into the diet. I was dropping like quickly. My body was leaning out super fast. And my, co- so, at the, so he was like, Hey, there's a show in six weeks. You can be ready for it. Do you, you want to try it? And I was like, F it. All right. So I did. I finally did it. Um, and that's when I fell in love right then and there was it's like as soon as soon as you like realize what it entailed and, and what can come with it and the and the uh, I guess the the passion that goes behind it you just knew right in that moment that this is something that you enjoyed and you wanted to pursue further yeah like so it got up to um so my first show I think was the hardest um just because it was something new and like I was never a sweets person even though I'm a baker um I have my degree in baking do you Um, really I I do (laughs) so We'll, we'll we'll share a little secret at the end of the podcast about Ooh, that. I, I'm a so, big fan of secrets. Okay, let's do it. I'm in. So, um, I was never really a sweets person. Um, I think it's because I did it throughout the army all the time, and I was doing retirement cakes and all the big things. Um, and I just I just never really liked them until after my I competed, and like right before I was going to get on stage, I was like, man, I want donuts. I want candy. I want chocolate. I want all these things. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you like one of the questions I had, because I know in regards to prepping for these events, like you're on a very incredibly strict diet. And I was going to ask you, what's the, like, what is the first thing after a competition that you just want to go grab? Like if you had your choice, you're like, I'm going to eat this right now. Cause I couldn't have it during this prep period. I'm going to eat this right now. What, what would that thing be? 
I'm going to show you instead of telling Ooh. you, because if I show you, then you'll laugh. <laughs> pizza. Oh, yeah. It's not pineapple pizza, though, right? No, this one's pepperoni. Okay. But I do like pineapple cool. pizza. You like pineapple pizza? I love pineapple pizza. Oh, well, that's all the time we have today, folks. Thank you so much for stopping hey. by. <laughs> It's okay. We can still be friends. You, you have a pizza tattoo. That is a vibe and I'm all about it. That is amazing. I do. And I have a, my friend has the missing slice. So she's the missing slice to my pie. That is amazing. See, yeah. you have, see, you have really, really cool tattoos. Meanwhile, I have the American idiot heart grenade on my <laughs> arm. <laughs> I have a green day. You, there's, there's no, there's no really huge significance other than the fact that I love green day. <laughs> That's awesome. That's still awesome though. It's something that you love. It is. It's true. It's just something I love. So, so you're, you finally, you got, you got a taste of this competition and, and you were like, wow, this is something that I want to pursue. And so at that point, is that when you say, okay, I want to, try to work myself up into the professional ranks is it was it at that point that you decided that you're going to pursue that even further um it wasn't the first one so my first show I competed at Phil Heath's show in Texas mm -hmm. um which I which is when I got to meet Phil Heath and um which is pretty cool like the first time I met him I was like oh my gosh like freaked out fangirl and, and then now I'm just like hey what's up Phil Heath because <laughs> I've met him so many times already so I'm just like what's up um but no, he's, he's awesome. But um, no, it probably was my third show um, where I was like, you know, I kind of want to take this to the pro level because I was so, I'm so into it. And I just, I love it. The thrill, the watching how your body can change so drastically. And like, you know, it's just like our bodies are built as machines. That's how I put it. So watching how our bodies can change and how you can eat so much food but get lean is like, you know, people are like, don't eat carbs. And I'm like, <laughs> all my food meals are carbs. They're honey. I don't <laughs> skip meals. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if there's any, like, I guess, misconceptions that people have about this that that you wish you could, like, dispel, I guess, you know, because I, I, I would have thought the same thing, honestly, that, like, you, like, people that do this you know, can't eat pizza. They can't, they can't eat a pepperoni pizza or anything like that, but you can, but you just, I guess it's, what does it ultimately come down to? And what is a, what are some common misconceptions that people have about your industry? So the first one that I always touch base on, um, I was always the person I was like, oh, don't eat anything after eight o'clock at night. Lies, not true, false, don't do it. Um, actually, you can do it. So like the whole not eating after a certain time at night. Do you know when my last meal is? My last meal is usually at 1130. And I told you, I don't miss a meal. <laughs> so um, I always eat right before I go to bed. Um, even when I'm not prepping for a show, I still eat right before I go to bed. Because um, it also helps in midnight snacking. Like if you ever wake up hungry. I mean, I'm lazy. If I wake up hungry, I am just like, nope, we're not eating. And then go back to bed. I'm like, it's not happening. You're um, a stronger person than me, but physically and mentally. <laughs> Sleep is more important than food yes, to me. So. That but that's the biggest misconception I hear all the time. A second one that I like is, uh, is so main is salt. Um, so, right. 
Jesus, I'm a scratch. Um, <laughs> but uh, people are like, oh, I cut salt from my diet. No, 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 no. Do not cut salt from your diet. Too much salt is bad. Too little salt is bad. So, when, you know, when people are like, well, I don't, I only use what's, there's that seasoning that doesn't have that sodium free. Um, I only use that seasoning. And I'm like, no, salt your food. The best salt to use is the Himalayan sea salt, the pink sea salt. Um, that's the only salt I ever use. Um, I hate table salt. I won't, I only eat sea salt. If it's not Himalayan, I'll use sea salt. And sometimes, I bring my own salt to restaurants. That's just how hey, weird listen, I am. I, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. I don't think that's a bad you, idea at all. I mean, I sometimes I'll bring my own hot sauce. I'll just be like, I have it in my purse and bring my salt and hot sauce. You know what? You're not alone with that. You're not alone in that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> good. People look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, I don't know, know why. Um, I feel like that's a pretty common thing. That, okay, I feel like okay. that's a pretty common thing that people do. Like people will bring their own hot sauce, especially especially if the hot sauce at that restaurant is not known for having like a, a good kick to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right. sometimes you want like something with a little bit more of a kick to it. So it's interesting that you say, you know, like these these things that um, people, you know, people should eat after a certain amount of time uh, or a certain time of day. Um, and then, you know, the the salt side of things. When did you realize that was... Uh, a misconception did you like well, I guess when you were training is that when you realized it or it's just 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 from your personal experience you're just like oh I I can do this you don't need to um, stop eating after eight o'clock through training mm-hmm. yeah I was uh, I was all up until I started training is when because my coach is like nope you need to salt your food because that was one of those people like I said these questions that people ask me I've been there I've done it I've seen it um so and salt, you need that in your body. You need the sodium, especially when you're a weight trainer, the weightlifter like I am. Um, so that, yeah, I learned during training and then the whole eating thing, you know, my coach is like, if you're up late, eat this meal. And sometimes I wouldn't make my sixth meal. I'm like, no, I'm really tired. I just, I kind of want to go to sleep and I won't eat my sixth meal. Um, but majority of the time I'll eat it and it's always late. <laughs> So, so can you walk me through what is it, what are some, like, say this is a random Tuesday. Uh, what are, what is like your meals for the day? Starting from, starting from the morning up until when you go to bed. So right now, um, my current coach here in Colorado, I do oatmeal, egg whites, and blueberries in the morning with sugar-free syrup. <clears throat> Don't knock it till you try it. People are always sugar-free is gross. And I was like, no, I, I can't eat regular stuff anymore because I can't yeah. taste like this sweet. It's just too sweet. Sure. Um, even ketchup. I can't even do ketchup because really? it's like, taste the sugar in it. <laughs> oh, that like, makes sense. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, and then I do chicken or my next meal is like protein and almond butter. Um, and then I do chicken and veggies and then chicken and potatoes right before I go work out. So I got the good carbs, energies to go work out. And then after is white rice and chicken with veggies and then my last meal is protein and almond butter and how how often do you spread those meals out throughout the day um I used to be very strict on every two to two and a half to three hours just because it keeps your metabolism running Mm -hmm. um because that's another misconception not eating is bad because your body goes into starvation so then it starts storing fat instead of burning fat and it will actually attack your muscles first before it attacks the fat that's probably, I'll be honest, that's probably my biggest problem is that like I could, this is really weird, but I could 
not eat. And I've been working on that. Um, and my, and my, my girlfriend yells at me all the time for this because uh, I don't, I, sometimes I just won't eat. I, I just, I just won't. And, and she's like, you need to, you need to eat something. I'm like, I know, <laughs> but, I, know. I, but I, I, I need to, I need to eat. Cause you're right. Like the, the body just reacts in a certain way that, that is not good for my productivity in, in the long run. Yeah. And I mean, some people like, you're not the first person I met and like for people, for, for you in that instance, um, I think that, um, I don't like to talk about this one too much intermittent fasting. Um, I have a friend who used to do it and because he had the same issue, he's, he's like, he wouldn't eat. So he would do is he would like eat a good breakfast and then he would eat like a decent meal at the end of the day, just to like, make sure he's still eating, but he's still getting his calories and, and good food throughout the day. And then eventually he'll start eating more and more as his body got used to it. So that's something to start with. Um, I don't like to get into intermittent fasting just because I tried it once. I made it to four hours and I almost killed somebody. No. So I was like, I was so angry, so mad. And it was over something so silly. And I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't. I give it power to people who can do it because yeah. I, I can't do it. No, um, and I'm not, I'm not ready to bail you out of jail, Olivia. I'm not, <laughs> yes. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready for that either. What is, what is, what would you say is the biggest hurdle that you personally had to overcome when it comes to training like what is something that you might have been i guess used to to doing or maybe not doing that you just had to work in to your your regiment so um this is where i get a little bit vulnerable here um a lot of people don't know this about me um but it is very common to happen i used to suffer with this uh, a bad eating disorder um and then usually if you have eating disorders, competing is really, it's a very touchy to try and do um, just because we get ourselves so lean. Um, so with that, you know, competing came, it came easy because um, I, I ate more food and I learned how to eat and stuff like that. Um, my hardest thing with training is not getting ready for the show. The diet, the cardio, the exercising, that comes easy to me. That's the easiest part. The hardest part for me is after the shows. Because um, your, your girl can throw down. I can, I can throw down some <laughs> food. For real. Um, so, and that's my biggest problem is because, and that's something I'm still currently working on. And in, in, um, actually, of July of last year is when I finally came to terms with having a good relationship with food. Um, that's a lot of, hard things for people is like we eat when we're sad we eat you know emotional eaters or we emotionally not eat. I'm one of the both I either eat or I don't eat um and so after the shows when I finally get to eat whatever I want and enjoy life a little bit we start gaining weight which is okay because sitting at five percent body fat especially for a woman is not healthy you can't stay there for a long you can't maintain that for a long period of time without something you know, your hormones getting unbalanced and, and different things going on with us. Um, I've seen it to where some women become infertile because I stay wow. lean too long. Mm -hmm. um, and then your, our cycles, the cycles go away. So like I said, me, I throw down some food um, after a show there. Um, I will binge eat for a day or two. And then I'll just slowly like go back onto the diet again. But watching your body at its leanest and then seeing fat get put back on it is very mentally 
it's yeah. it's tough. I can only um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you have to, that's why I say people ask me about competing and I'll tell them that exact thing. If you are not ready to see fat come back on your body after a show, I do not recommend it. Um, it happens to everybody. I mean, you can, you can maintain, so it, you're not going to like blow up and get like super big, obviously. Like you can maintain a nice, healthy, lean state. Um, and that's okay. Um, guys are usually better at it. I'm horrible. My body just gains back like this and it's just like, but I can drop it really quickly too. So it's, I, I have a good balance. Um, but that's something I still struggle with. Like, I'm like, like, oh, I got. You know, when I'm prepping for a show, cellulite goes away. I'm toner. I'm leaner. I see different things. Um, and but, but then when I start gaining, it's like, oh, there's some cellulite. Oh, there's a little pooch. Oh, there's this, you know, and it's like those are things that I got to mentally be like, this is OK. It's OK to be this way. Yeah. I just have to learn that um, when I eat, I can't be like, oh, I just ate a whole pizza, I need to go kill myself in the gym and do cardio. No, like if you don't want to kill yourself in the gym, eat better. Right. Um, that's and that's probably, where- That's probably the thing that I struggle with, like for me personally, because um, in in 2018, in fall of 2018, I ruptured my Achilles, which is like oh. one of the worst things that you can do. And that's like a year recovery. And I was uh, in the best shape of my life at that point. And so I, I couldn't even do any, I couldn't do any cardio outside of riding a bike. Um, like, and like a stationary bike, I couldn't do any of that, um, for over a year until November of 2019. And that's when I decided, okay, I need to get, I want to get back into the shape that I want to be in. So like, I did really well from November of that year up until March of that, of March, 2020. And then that's when the world caught on fire and I started to slack and I ended up gaining 20 pounds. Um, I gained the COVID-19 <laughs> in a way, you know, because I, I, I was at 180 and then you know, this summer I was at 200 and, and I wanted to, it was, it's been really hard for me mentally to just have to deal with that. But one of the things that I'm, and I'm glad you said this because this is something that, that my trainer has also said to me now is that, you know, the, the weight that I gained is not necessarily a, a bad thing. It's, it's really not, you know, there are ways that, you you know I still consider myself to be pretty healthy and and, and in shape and, and all of that and you know I can go for a run you know a you know two three mile run and like be okay um but I had to learn that you know as I got older you know this is just like this is how things happen with your body now and like mm -hmm. you know you can you can still be healthy and 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 live a good life you know weighing a little bit more than what you were when you were younger yeah you know you know, oh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I don't think I'll ever be able to do like the competitions that you do. Cause like, good Lord, those, I've seen those pictures. I've seen your pictures that you put up on like your Instagram and on TikTok. Sweet Lord, <laughs> sweet Lord. How, how I just don't, I, I don't, I don't understand because you have to like hit like certain poses and things too. Like as you're, and like for these competitions, like is everybody doing the same pose or do you get to um, choose your poses? For the most part. So um, I used to stick to figure and physique were my two main um, categories that I always compete in. Um, ever since I started competing, those were those were the two things that I do. And then, you know, obviously after my first show, I went on a hardcore food binge. Like when I say hardcore food binge, when I told you this girl can throw down, yeah, take throw down times 20. 
I did not stop like ever. It would just, and I just gained a lot. So with that happening, my legs obviously are my heavy are my biggest part of my body. Um, as I think majority of TikTok has seen too. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I've, they have a new category. It's not new. It's always been overseas, but um, coming to the States a couple of years ago is a uh, wellness and wellness is the girls with a big lower body and like a, a smaller upper body. So it's almost disproportioned, but still proportionate. And that was something that I was like, you know what, I can do that. Cause my legs, I don't know if you've ever seen professional figure girls, um, their legs are like, or physique girls, their legs are shredded, like, like striations upon striations. Yeah. Yeah. My legs don't get that way. No matter what I do, they just, they don't, um, not anymore anyway. Um, so that's something that I've always struggled with. So when wellness came out, I was like, I, I want to do wellness. And everybody's like, no, figure is your thing. You need to do figure. Figure is you, figure is you. And I was like, all right, all right, well, I'm good at figure. Um, but everybody does the same poses for the most part. Um, you still got the same things to do, same quarter turns, um, everything. Um, with women's physique, which is where you get to do like a music routine, you can do whatever you want, as long as you don't do any gymnastics stuff. That stuff is for like the pros. Um, but you can do any pose you want. I mean, I toss some bodybuilder poses in there like I did. Um, I would always have fun in my music routines when I did physique that I would just be like, I would, I'll make fun of like the men's physique while I do it. Or like I do bodybuilder stuff and everybody loved it. And I'm just like, that's yeah. just, it's just who I am. Um, but yeah, and, and we make it look so easy, the posing, but trust me, it's a workout in itself. I can, I can only imagine. Like I feel like, cause like I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do a really bad job at this. But like I feel like you have to like, ugh, like I, yeah, I, I'm, uh, yeah. Basically, I, do I got it? I, this is a workout. No, you gotta well. your front shoulder. You gotta lift it up, and then you gotta like keep your hands together. Yeah, and then turn your back shoulder towards me. My back hurts. Okay, it's like this. Yeah. This nope. Yep. But Ooh, you gotta keep your hips facing that way. This is yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. And you gotta flex and you gotta like flex your chest and your shoulders at the same time because you're like pushing Ugh. to do a side. Why chest. am I sweating? <laughs> exactly. Why, why am I sweating? This is <laughs> no, I'm tired already. That was you're not wrong. That was a workout in and of itself. I don't oh man. Yeah, oh. my posing coach in Texas. So um I've trained with I've I'm I'm a posing coach myself. Um and I pose every category from bodybuilding to classic to men's physique to all the women's categories. Like I've posed it all, um, which is funny because like I always make fun of men's physique. Love the men's physique. Nothing wrong with them. But I always do it because our poses are kind of close to figure a little bit. So I like go in there and I'm like, no, you got to do this. And then you got to turn like this. And then you got to do this. Make sure you flex that. And stuff. Um, but my posing, one of my posing coaches in Texas, I posed with him one time. The first time I posed with him a few times, but the first time I posed with him, I woke up the next morning and I felt like I got hit by a train. I was in so much pain. Um, but that's you got to condition your body for that. That's how we make it look so easy on stage. Um, like I've stood next to girls where they would shake. And I I mean like shake their whole body was shake because their body is not conditioned they didn't practice posing enough 
to where them holding, because we hold those poses for a bit. And if your muscles aren't used to holding that pose for a while, you will shake and then you will sweat. And if you sweat, your tan starts running. And so like sometimes for the guys, you can see runs like on their chest because our tans are sprays. And so you can just see the tan just like running or down the center of their back. And it's just, I'm like, that's why. If you give a piece of advice to any anybody that is looking to get into this that has maybe been interested and you know they they don't maybe don't they don't know what the next step is or what it entails if you could give one piece of advice to those people that are interested in in joining this industry what would you say do your research and do your research on finding a good coach there are too many i competed once now i'm a pro type coaches do not there are a ton of coaches out there that you'll talk to and try and shove all the steroids and everything onto you. Um, do not, I, I don't, I've met plenty of people who do that and it ruins them. Um, do your research on a coach, find a good coach and make sure you know, they know what they're talking about. I mean, a lot of people get into it. We don't know. Um, so it's hard, but you'll, you'll know if it's a good coach or not, trust me. And you know, the, like my coach here in, in uh Colorado if you saw him you'd be like that's your coach and I'm like yeah that is my coach my coach is awesome I mean my one in Texas is too but it's just like those things you're like he my my both my coaches are pros back in the day um so but they've been doing this so long that it's like that's the biggest thing and when I was looking for a coach here in Colorado I made sure I did my hardcore research I met a few people one guy told me he's like $150 $150 for this week and I'll have to lose all that water weight. And I looked at him and I was like, I can bet I I bet you I can do it myself in two days. I was like, $150. So I looked, I did my research, and the only per people that he's he's worked with are regular people trying to lose weight, not right. competitors. And I'm like, no, nah, bro. No. No. You just want to make that quick money, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like you are going to embarrass yourself one day. Like somebody's going to call you out. It's not going to be me, but somebody's going to call you out. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's, that's what I tell people. You can't just, I've seen people do it themselves and they have been successful, but it is very hard. And that's what I say. Like find a good coach. My coach here in Colorado charges 150 a month for 12 months, which is cheap compared to what I've heard other people pay. Like other people uh, one of my friends pays like twelve hundred every two months, and I'm like, "Oh no, honey!" Oh, <laughs> no. two months. So, oh, but their coach is also really good too. So it kind of like it varies, yeah. but that's what that's the biggest number one thing is you need to do your research and find a good coach. Right. Right. Now, one of the things that um, I definitely want to talk about real quick is you you are a, a, an, an Army vet. Um, and, and first and foremost, thank you so much for your, your service uh, to, the, to this country. Uh, you know, I, I uh, am a, my, my, my nephew uh, is in the Army. He was based in Berlin um, and he's still serving now. And, and so my, my dad was also uh, in the military. Um, so, you know, a lot of people in my family are, are vets. And so uh, it has a very, you know, very close place in my heart, you know, people that serve this country. So I just want to say thank you so much for, for your service. Um, you. What 
what was your experience like in the military? And were there any lessons from the military that you carry with you throughout your life now? Every single day. Um, my life in the military was, I had my moments. I, it was rough. Being a female in the army, it was rough. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't sugarcoat nothing. It was rough. I had a tough time. Um, but would I change it? Not at all. Do I want to go back in? I will do it. If they had a, if they had a draft, I'd be the first one to sign up. Um, I do miss it. And I know probably people are going to be like, well, why don't you rejoin? Well, because I have a, I have a life now. And you know, my, my, um, boyfriend is about to retire in two years from the military. And if I rejoin, he's going to be moving around again. And I don't want to do that. And he's been doing it for 30 years. So, um, but yeah, um, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And like I was, you know, I told you before we started, um, my biggest thing is I love to watch others succeed. And my soldiers, so when I got out, I got out as a sergeant, um, which translates to civilian is like a, a manager um, or a general manager. Um, so um, my soldiers, before I got let, before I got out, I taught them how to go to school, what they needed to do, help them study for. I still, I still get calls from my soldiers to this day, and I've been out for three years. They still call me, um, and they still call me sergeant. They're like, "Hey, Sarge, like this is you know," and I'm just like, "You don't have to call me that, but I appreciate it. It's, it's a respect thing." Um, but they, they like, "Hey, I made sergeant." And I'm like, I'm so proud of you that, that you deserved it. That's awesome. And then they'll call me again. Hey, I made the list for staff sergeant. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, so those are the things that, that, that make me happy. And, and like I said, being in the military, you know, I come from a small town in Michigan originally. So I never really experienced meeting other people from around the world, you know? And so when I joined, I was like, wow, like I met so many awesome people and, and my best friends are veterans who I've, you know, I've served with and you just stay, you, it's, a, it's a tight knit family that you just, you'll never lose, you know, um, as far as things that I carry with me every day, discipline, dedication, um, uh, integrity is a big one. Um, I do still use military lingo every once in a while. So sometimes at work, I'm like, uh, how do I translate this to civilian? Because I'm not really sure. When, we were, when uh, we were setting up, when we were setting up a time to do a chat, I should have sent you uh, everything in military time instead. That's what I should, that's what I should have done, right? <laughs> I still, oh, it doesn't show it now, but my my phone is in military time. Yeah, my watch yeah. is in military time. So right. like those little things, I still do. Um, and then making my bed every single morning when I get up, that's the first thing that I do. Um, I still roll my socks the way I roll them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, those are like little things, but yeah, as far yeah. as like mentally, I carry everything with me. And, you know, I've had somebody come up to me and, and like, they actually commented on one of my like combat videos that I posted. I did a photo shoot and they're like, you know, that's against regulation. I said, well, according to AR 670-1, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, don't bring the regulations to this girl. <laughs> they, tried. they tried. They tried. I, they did. And I was like, I know, <laughs> I know it. It's like, I got um, receipts. I know what I'm doing. I'm not new to this. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's funny because my, you know, my boyfriend being in as long as he is, 
you know, he knows, he knows a lot and he's been seen a lot. So he knows all the regulations and stuff, but sometimes he'll ask me, he's like, Hey, um, I know the answer to this. Can you double check it for me? And I'm like, yep. And then I'll tell him. And he's like, that's what I thought. And I was like, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, do you ever, are you ever like watching like a TV show or a movie and you see like, uh, you know, some military stuff go down and you're just in there being like, oh my God, that's not how it works. <laughs> yes. We can't watch military movies in this house. <laughs> I, can only, I can only imagine what that, what that, what that's like, just being like, no, what, no, what are you doing? What do you, stop, please stop. <laughs> yeah. And then the thing too is like, um, a lot of people I, I assume probably know this, but a fun fact. So when they do movies like military stuff, the uniform's always different. Very it's slightly different. Like the name tapes could be switched or the patches could be switched. Um the flag will never be switched. The flag will always be on the right shoulder because it has to be always going forward. Um because we don't retreat. So we watched and that's my biggest thing. I was a uniform junkie. Like I made sure everything was squared away to the measurement, to the quarter inch. I'm like, nope, I had a ruler all the time with me. And I was like, when I would check my um, soldiers or cook whites, I would measure their ranks on our collars. And I'd be like, nope, it's too low. Nope, it's too high. Like I I was a stickler on it. Um, and my soldiers hated me for it, but <laughs> I always made sure people were squared away. So right. when right. we watch military movies and I see the uniforms, I'm like, I know they have to do this for Hollywood, but that's, ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well hollywood if you're if you're if you're watching this you have a consultant right here you have a consultant right here she will help you she will I, help right you. they need it <laughs> oh it, it, it warms it warms my heart so much that we finally got to like sit and chat finally me too i know but I asked you about it and you told me, I was like, we need to do this. I know. I know. I was like, I'm like, this is like, you know, like it needs to happen. And uh, I, 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 I like Colorado. So I'm going to come out and visit Colorado again. And when I do, we got to hang out and we're going to eat pepperoni pizza. Let's do it. I'll have yeah. my half of peanut pineapple. <laughs> well, no, we're gonna get separate boxes. We're gonna get because I don't, okay, I don't want, enough. I don't even want the 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 scent of pineapple anywhere near my pizza. No, that's fine. Damn it, because I don't want half. I want my whole. I own whole pizza. <laughs> I will eat an entire pizza. But no, you know what? Like I'll, three quarters of the pizza, and then I'll have one slice, just like your tattoo. How's that? Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know I appreciate you and I I I I love that we finally got to sit and chat and um please continue to be the amazing, sweet, kind, dedicated, uh wonderful person that you are. Um and, and thank you for supporting me and and for, for being my friend. It's crazy how like TikTok has brought me like so many friends that I've never met in real life. For all I know, you might be an artificial intelligent robot. I, I have no idea. I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that you are a human being. I'm going to assume, but I might be wrong. No, I'm a robot. I'm a I, robot. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> totally like government it. made everything. I, I came from it. Area 51. Like I'm an it. alien, y'all. I should have <laughs> went with my gut. Oh, the CGI is getting so good nowadays. <laughs> I know. Um, Olivia, thank you so much for chatting with me today. If uh, Friends, if you enjoyed 
uh, my conversation with this wonderful woman. Uh, please be sure to go follow her on TikTok at Beast Mode, uh, Beast Mode Barbie. And you can follow her on Instagram at Beast underscore Mode underscore Barbie 08. You will not regret it. I promise you, she is a great, great person. And uh, she's my friend. So if she's my friend. That means that she's cool because I don't hang out with right? cool people. That's how yeah, it works. Be- you only get positive, only positive vibe people hang out That's with it. the positive vibe people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because like, moods are contagious. Good vibes are contagious. Um, happiness are. is contagious. 100%. Uh, to everyone else, be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platforms at The Vibe with Kai or visit my official website at thevibewithkai.com where I'm always posting things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my guest today, Olivia McBride. You are amazing. As always, my friend, God bless and goodbye. Bye. We did it. We did it. it.